0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is episode 80 of the Open Guardcast, the number one soon-to-be, one-day-will-be Number one podcast in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. We have the hearts of you guys. But we do not have the numbers. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Jake and I am joined by Danny O'Donnell, and I am yoked out of my mind. Not because I did election performance, which you could use our discount code, OpenGarcast 25 or 25% off their programs. You could do that, and you should do that. I'm yoked out of my mind because I am excited. I have a brain pump right now. I am joined by one Hector Vasquez, who I have known for uh, actually quite a long time. I think Hector's known me since I was about – 14, 15 years old, and he is running the new promotion EUG promotions coming up very soon. We're super excited, and we can't wait to hear more about it. Hector, how are you today?
1: I'm blessed, brother. I'm alive. I have health. Everything else is a bonus, man. I appreciate you guys having me on your uh, podcast.
0: Man, we are we are so excited. We are we are we love um, what you're going to be doing. We love the names that you have. We have a lot of questions. Uh, man, I remember like. Just talking about it with Danny. Danny and I get very, very excited about these new events. And uh, yeah, like Danny.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, we saw some of the names come out early on. I think you, announced two, you were announcing two names at a time. And just from the first couple names, we knew that this was going to be an awesome event. Like everything about it just got us excited. Eight-man tournament, the cash prize, every, everything is so cool. So my first question for you is like, what was your... When do you think was the first time you started thinking about putting on an event like this?
1: Um, well, first, before I get started, I want to honestly, I don't do this on my own. You know, it's always uh, people behind the scenes, so they're they're the ones that do all the work and, and all that. So I always want to, you know, give a shout out to those. Eric Carvillo, he's my design guy. Um, Mike will be like soon. He's the uh, matchmaker. He's the one that everybody's been contacting, blowing up his phone. <laughs> He called me, he's like, bro, what'd you do to me? I said, no. <laughs> um, I've had, uh, my uh, production team uh, is Charlie Productions. You check him out, man, amazing work. He, so that's my team right now. So far, uh, we're looking amazing, and uh, I'm excited. We've been, uh, man, This I had my clothing line a long time ago, probably 2015 when I started it, and um, we've been talking about throwing you know, shows for the last maybe three or four years. It's just, again, I have so much on my plate. Obviously, um, I own a uh, partnership with AFL Promotions, Azteca Fight League, out in Mexico. Um, they're an MMA-based uh, promotion, and um, I, bought, uh, I bought some some shares there. So I've, I'm, my hands are everywhere. Um, I also trained some of the UFC fighters out here in Las Vegas. You know, the amazing people uh, I've met during the six years that I've lived here. And uh, man, it's just I'm just I just feel blessed. Honestly, you know, I do this because I have passion for it, and I I want to give the exposure to everybody, not just one certain person. I think everybody's you know that is a black belt's paid their dues, and they deserve uh, the same recognition that every person is getting. So that's all I'm trying to do, and um, you know, build the best cards. That's my plan. So mm-hmm. we're heading yeah. in this direction right now.
0: I can vouch. Uh Hector there was a tournament in uh I don't remember the month that it was, but it was a Jiu-Jitsu World League down here and I was there very late, right? And I'm this is just a, what says a lot about Hector's character. He's not again, I, I mean, you've known me since I was a teenager, right? Like 14 14, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've always I mean, he's always been a part, but every time we see each other the tournaments very friendly, always was uh checking up on me, seeing how I was doing. At Jiu-Jitsu World League, I'm competing and my coach isn't there. It was a long day, and I was there very late. Hector sits down and just immediately starts coaching. Doesn't even ask. He just immediately just coaches me and makes sure that I'm doing my game. He says, okay, because it's very, very good coaching. And that made me think, man, that, that's a good guy. Just knows that I don't have a coach. Be a voice. And I think that that speaks a lot to your character as well. So I really well, appreciate that.
1: I, I, that's one thing, like, uh, through the years, and again, uh, I I don't do this on my own. I've never... You know, I grew up in, in the bad areas of, of LA, and um, I met one of the most, like my mentor boss, almost like my father to me, um, um He opened the doors to me since I was blue, and uh, he's taught me the way, to be honest with you, how to treat people, how, how to, to, you know, make everybody feel with, uh, amazing, whether you're a white belt or you're a black belt, you know, it means nothing the only thing the only difference that separates you from those people is uh you know I have a little bit more knowledge but other than that we're on the same respect level and that's what I try to do and and again you know I, I give that that credit to Cobriña and him giving me the opportunity to work with with Kennedy obviously we he used to be my drilling partner all all the years that I was there and uh man I've seen that kid grow so much and I'm so happy for him now you know he's doing an amazing job and you know, again, I have to give credit where credit's due, and thanks to Cobra, you know, I'm where I'm at today, even in, in business, you know. He's taught me a lot, and he's helped me grow my gym as well, you know, and all respects to that man, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Awesome. What a drilling partner. <laughs> <I> know, yeah. <laughs> Here, <bro>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah every,
1: every, no, every day we had to, uh, our schedule, man, it was, uh, we teach kids class, and then after that, two hours of drilling, and then do the adult class. And then uh, I would pick Kennedy up every seven, about eight in the morning to go drill. When he was young, he was still a white belt and, and blue belt. We'd go drill on Sunday mornings. He gets so mad at me. He goes, man, <laughs> what did you tell my dad? If we're going to drill today. I have to do it. But, man, this kid's amazing, man. Uh, I was so, you know, honored just to be able to, you know, be in that room.
2: Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. So one thing that you touched on that that I wanted to ask you about, you said you want to give more exposure to some of these other competitors in different weight classes because i think we've seen a lot of these heavyweight grand prix, big tournaments where they feature the heavyweights and that's amazing those guys are awesome but can you talk a little bit more about wanting to promote some of the lighter weight classes you also announced a woman super fight so um can you talk a little bit about that
1: yeah so um again nothing against the heavyweights i feel like you know every weekend or every other week we just see heavyweights and i feel like the lower weight classes not getting the exposure they deserve because they're also dynamic as well you know and mm-hmm. uh, that's all we're trying to do trying to help you know not just a certain amount of people we want everybody to get exposure everybody deserves it like i said they put in the work they deserve the same recognition that anyone else that put in the work has gotten and uh, that's my goal and again i i'm a little guy you know i fought at rooster and you know man those some of those fights are insane and man i I mean who doesn't want to see the mikey musameshi who doesn't want to see the isaac the gabriel Souzas, the gabriel morais the the, uh, up-and-comers like diego hayes and and all those guys coming out of dream project i mean man it's gonna be amazing so that's why we've decided that december will be doing the 130 and i forgot the other day for the 140s as well but um, you know, we, that gives us time to get these guys, hopefully the, uh, the international guys will be able to start coming in here and we'll start getting those guys on the cards as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, hey. I don't think it's a coincidence that the, the winningest division champion was Roosterweight. I mean, Bruno Malvassini won 10 times in right. his division. He didn't have the open division to stack those, you know, double stack his world championship victories like Boucheria. And I'm not taking any credit away from that. I'm just saying they have another Avenue to like, you know, two world championships right. in a tournament, whereas right. Bruno had to do it ten years uh, exactly. in his own right.
1: Exactly, and then uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, like I feel like 170 is a good division, 180 is a good division, amazing, 160. So our goal is go 180, 170, 160, 150, 140, 130. So 130 will be our cutoff, and again. That doesn't mean necessarily we won't have super fights for heavyweights. We will, right? But I want to make sure that we take care of those guys. You know, it's important to me. And at the end of the day, I, I focus more on um, putting on the best cards, not just say, oh, well, one good guy that's really known. No, no, let's let's make sure that, that people understand that my promotion is going to be some of the best in the world matchups that you have ever wanted to see and you wanted to see. You know, and that's where, whether it's cost efficient, that's okay. But it (laughs) matters. And I'm going to give that to the people that want to see those fights, you know. And, of course, the the prelims will be lower belts here and there, uh, women's fights. And then, again, we're also thinking about, you know, what date works for a women's, you know, 8K or 10K. You know, it it, it all depends how we're seeing what's What's hot and what you know, what's not, is one of the things that we're looking at too. Like, hey, these people, right now, you know, people are focused on this. Let's focus on that, and we start getting some girls that people want to see dream matchups. Let's make it happen. But right now, that we can't have any spectators, we want to keep, you know, the cost of it down as much as we can, and then build from that. So once the doors, we're able to bring people in. Then again, we start bringing uh, other avenues that we can go by.
2: Absolutely. So th- this first card is under 160, and you, <laughs> you talked about bringing people in. I don't think I don't think it's going to be hard to get viewers because here's the lineup for the, the minus 160. You have Marcio Andre, you have Mateus Gabriel, Tiago Macedo, recent Pan champion Jamil, Shane Jamil Hill Taylor, Johnny Grippo, Isaac Dodoline, Andy Murasaki, brand new Black Belt who everyone wants to see compete Ooh. against these guys. That's gonna be insane, and Jonathan Alves. Yes,
1: sir. So uh, you know what I, my first thought when I when we were th- we were talking about it, obviously everybody's like, oh, you know what, he's probably gonna bring Kennedy. Everybody's like, he's gonna bring <laughs> Kennedy. It's his boy. It's his friend. Listen, I it's it, I separate um, what I'm doing here from our, my personal stuff. You know, um, mm-hmm. and I want to be professional. I don't want people um, saying, oh, he's biased or doing all this stuff. So I want the first guy I reached out to, Andy Murasaki, because I was like, hey, you you know, here's a here's somebody that nobody would have expected to be on here. And I think he's got a lot of potential to to do big things in this in this tournament right here. Um, Alves, you know, all these guys, world champions, multiple time world champions, every guy on that on that, you know, bracket is going is insane. So. Again, I wanted to bring the best of the best and, uh, you know, make sure that uh, we did our thing. And that's how all the cards are going to be. Again, um, you know, I, I think that's important that people understand. Um, we, we need to uh, build these guys. And also, there's going to be guys that are up and coming that you will probably see in there as well. Um, because we feel that they have an opportunity to 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 win the, the tournament. Um, so... For people to say, oh, well, I'm not going to get a chance. No, you're going to get a chance. You just got to put in the work. You know, these guys have put in the work. Let's put in the work. And then, again, soon enough, you'll you'll see your name on there.
0: Sure. All right. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at it, it's super exciting, too. I love the way that you laid it out and who you invited. Like, uh, Like Danny said... I liked you, you included two guys who are in that weight category who have, are like speculated to be doing big things like Jonathan Alves and Andy Mirosaki. Jonathan hasn't competed at worlds yet as a black belt because there was no worlds in 2020. And this tournament is like the top eight of a world championship in and of itself. Then we have Hill Taylor, world champion, Isaac Deuterlane, right up there for European
2: champion, 2020. Exactly.
0: Marcio Andre, classically a little bit heavier, gonna cut some weight, so we have that interesting dynamic. And then you got mainstays like Johnny Grippo and Mateos Gabriel, recent world champion, and then Tiago after Pan Am's. People want to see now. him compete again. This is a, this is a layered bracket, and no matter what way this bracket is laid out, it's still nuts. Like the permutations you can make off of this bracket <laughs> being laid out are. Can we do more. double elimination? <laughs> <laughs> no. Man, if double elimination, my heart, I would have a heart attack.
1: From a loser's I mean, bracket run, someone would might, have. Do, you know what? That's a good idea. We might even <laughs> pick a, a third place and a and a, you know second place. You know, you never know. But um, on the bracket subject right there, um, we're gonna do it a little different. Um, the reason I wanna do that too is because I don't want people to think I'm biased. So we've decided to have little bingo balls inside of a machine. Yeah. yeah. Balls, you pick your own poison. So the day of weigh-ins. They'll be able to pick out a number, and whatever number you grab, that's where you stand in the bracket. That's so, so cool. <laughs> that way, that way, there, you know, you don't have this room in the back. Oh, I want to see this guy. Oh no, I don't want. No 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 no. Listen, pick your own poison, and whatever happens, happens. And then that way, you know, people will be like, oh, I like that. You know, it's a little different than than what people are doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Except for it's a big basket of different poisons. And you don't really get to choose the poison, you just have to pick a certain poison, and that's the poison you're up <laughs> the against.
1: Poison you're get. As long as it's not COVID 19. I'm good, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're good, man. We're the, I don't want, I don't want COVID, yeah, but it's looking good so far,
2: yeah, I would say. So, we touched a little bit on some of the other super fight promotions. There's a lot of them now. Um, some of them are consistent, some of them are a little less consistent in terms of the actual production of the event like what you're going to see when you're watching it how do you plan on making this different than some of the other ones that we've seen
1: so uh one thing we're we're going to do a little different than everyone else um we're obviously uh, we would love to have the, the light lighting crazy thing but unfortunately with not having being able to have spectators we have to use a smaller venue a uh, discrete, discrete location that we're going to use out uh, here in las vegas So we're only going to allow one one manager. I'm sorry, one manager, one coach, and the competitor inside. Mm. Um, And another thing that we're doing different is everybody's going to have their own walkout kit, uh, EUG walkout kit. They will be given uh, the day of wins, where they'll be using it uh, during wins, and then also during uh, their walkout towards the fight. Um, That doesn't necessarily mean that they have to put that on their on their geese, you know, they can use their own sponsors and stuff like that for that. So that's another thing we're doing. Um, also, we're paying for the hotels for these guys. Um, They're all staying in the same hotel. Um, they will be, um, we'll have two vans for them. They'll get picked up, um, taken to the event, uh, to the weigh-ins, brought back, picked up, brought back to the event for those days. So again, uh, we want to make sure everything looks professional and structured uh, the production team is in amazing. Um, there's going to be commercials in between, um, offer all the sponsors that we've gotten so far. And, um, yeah, pretty much we have sponsors for the for the next two shows filled. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. A little bit different than, than what people are doing. Um, and, again, I, I hope it's a success. And um, we're going to just keep doing our thing focused on us, stay in our lane, you know, let everybody else do their thing. And I wish everybody the best. You know, I'm good friends with Seth Daniels, amazing guy. That guy's done a lot for me. So much respect for him. And again, for all the other organizations, you know, I wish them the best as well. You know, no, you know, I'm just, again, I'm not trying to compete with nobody. I'm just trying to do my thing. And again, hope that people like the shows and that's it. And uh, and if I can give great shows that that's, that's, I'm happy with that. You know, I'm not, I'm not in competition with nobody I don't want to be
0: yeah I think that even that attitude is a little different nowadays you know what I mean just just uh kind of wanting to put on a show for the betterment of the community and not trying to have competition I think that's that's something that uh is very admirable as well would you would you say Danny
2: oh yeah yeah 100% I mean just the way things are on social media now and especially with COVID, people, you know, are losing business and in a lot of different industries. So things are things are very competitive. So it's very refreshing to hear that your perspective is you just want to help the community out. You want to give them an amazing show. You want to give exposure to these athletes who maybe haven't been featured on Superflight shows recently and they should be. So it's it's incredible.
1: Yeah, and again, like I tell and listen, I own three other businesses and I always tell people, listen, there's plenty of room for everybody to eat. Yeah. But, you know, when when you start going back and forth and, oh, mine is this, mine is better. No, no, listen, everybody's is amazing and everybody's has their niche. Hey, good for them. You know, I'm happy for them. I'll support them. I have no problem with that. You know, maybe one day they want to do a copro. No problem. I, I, that's how I am. Like, I'm not being, you know, I don't want to be selfish because we're all in here to, to get as much exposure for all the athletes because for years, they've never been paid. They deserve to get paid. They're professional athletes. They've got they've got to pay for their nutrition. They've got to pay for their training. They've got to bring in, you know, people for their camps. So I think they, they deserve that. So, again, you know, props to all those uh, promotions out there. You know, much respect. And, again, you know, we're here to support them whatever we can. For sure. Right. One thing
2: I also wanted to ask you about, too, was, was the rule set. So I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's just going to be standard IBJJF rules. Okay. Do um,
1: you want uh, to touch on that? Yeah, yeah for sure. Let me – and I got my phone blowing up.
2: <laughs> it's all good.
1: <laughs> okay, so we're going to do – sorry about that. So we're going to do a seven-minute – seven-minute rounds. Okay, seven-minute right. matches. Um, IBJJF rules, but there's a couple of rules that are going to change. There's no advantages. Double guard pull. First one to come up gets two. Uh, If you're if you're on the bottom and you put somebody in 50/50, you have to and you sweep and you come up. You have to get out of the 50 before you get two points. If you stall, you're gonna get a penalty, obviously. Second penalty, you'll get the other person will get two points, and uh, that's it. I mean, pretty much day before weigh-ins, done. Oh, one more. I'm sorry. So let's say it's a tie. And it's two and two. I don't want to put the referee in the middle. Last person to score wins. Mm-hmm.
2: So, so, guys, kind so of like a, Jiu-Jitsu World League
0: rules in that sense.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So the person who
2: scored last would have won. It's not like a golden score, right?
1: No. So pretty much, let's say I was, uh, I was winning by two. You swept me. You, you scored last. You win the fight. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So it, That way it gets a little bit strategic, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it definitely yeah. adds a different dimension because the person who got, like, let's say you got swept, and now you're on bottom, you can strategically lay out like people who are good at a certain sweep and are very confident and can wait until the last little bit. That's definitely adds a new depth. I think it's gonna be interesting, especially with the matchups, because it's hard to sweep at the lower weight classes.
1: Yeah. And then you don't have ten, you don't have ten minute rounds where you're just kind of filling somebody out for like three or four or five minutes, and you're sitting there. No, we got seven minutes. You gotta go.
2: Yeah. 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 I personally, and I, th- I think Jake would probably agree with me. Let me know if you don't, Jake. But I like having the points. I feel like it encourages action a lot of times. A lot of times people think it discourages action. But if someone's down by a lot, they have to open up. They have to take risks. There's going to be openings for submissions and for positional advancement. Um, what, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, no, I, I, that's one thing I've noticed. Like, oh, these no limit time. I don't want to watch a match for an hour. And it's just like, oh, no, let's get this done. You know, push the pace. And points are important. I think uh, you, I think you deserve. If you scored, you scored. I think advantages, you know, are okay. But sometimes the referee gets involved, and then you know, mm. sometimes he gives an advantage for something that, in reality, either the they make that Hollywood, they they um, <laughs> they act like Hollywood, and they just make it look like, and the guys just sitting there like, bro, you have nothing. I right? <laughs> so rather not do. No no advantages. Either you pass or you didn't pass. Simple.
0: Yeah. And, I, you know, I do agree, Danny. Uh, I think that one interesting thing about the IBJJF rule set in particular is that it leans towards – it's a progression, right? And I think that uh, one thing about Hector's introduction of the last score wins in a tie situation is people are going to be more – uh, inclined to give a big spread so that that doesn't happen. So if you get a sweep, now you're going to be more persistent to want to pass so that you're not in a situation to where you could tie the match. So like, let's say I get two, I'm going to want to get three or two more so that in case I get swept, I have a buffer because if I only get two and then I get swept at the end, now I'm going to freak out. And I remember, so what's funny is when you were coaching me, I remember at Jiu-Jitsu World, like I got swept and you're like, Jake. Like, it's tied. You're gonna lose, and I was like, ah! So I did a butterfly sweep real quick, and I remember being like, dang! But if he wasn't there, I was gonna chill. I was like, I got reps decision easy here. Like I was gonna be like, I'm fine. But then that. So I think that that adds an interesting dynamic. I do like points. I think points are very, very important for jujitsu. I think that it, um, with a submission only rule set, there's always gonna be people who are able to kind of dice around a rule set. No matter what the rule set is, you're gonna be able to play it. There is gonna be a loophole you can find. You can play according to it. Um, But the best rule set for preventing people from being stagnant and for being boring is going to be a point-based rule set in in my eyes.
1: Yeah, and uh, another thing too, we're having a – it's going to be like a two-foot platform. We're not going too high because I don't want people getting hurt. Thank
2: you. Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) It's 20 by 20 platform, two feet uh, tall. uh, Shout out to my business partner, Kerm. He, uh, He does all these custom homes and stuff like that. Um, and he's building the platform as we speak. We'll be uh, we'll be showing it off soon. Um, so it's two foot twenty by twenty, and that way there's no running out of bounds, right? Because if you try to run out of bounds, you're gonna fall. So <laughs> that that rule right there will will help out as well, you know.
2: For sure, and I, I feel like it's so dangerous when they fly off the mat, like on the fight to win stage. I, I mean, obviously they're trying to promote the event; they want everyone to see. So they elevate the platform, but just seeing, especially um, the last all-female event, uh, the, the main event, Anna Carolina Vieira, yeah, man, it was just such a scary moment when she flew off the mat. So I really like how it's only going to be two feet high.
1: Yeah, yeah we, we, don't, we don't want, you know, again, safety is number one. And um, again, it, it's going to happen. I'm pretty sure they're going to probably run, chase each other off. And then, but at least it's not that high off the ground. And then um, we have a couple of referees that are going to be on each side just a total of three referees and those guys will make sure that these guys stay on inside we'll be it'll it'll be uh, safety proof i hope <laughs> yeah
2: for sure. yes as safe as it can be
1: <laughs> yes as safe as
2: you can make it for sure yeah, yeah but- so so we talked about the eight-man tournament you also announced one female super fight um are you still trying to figure out how many more super fights you're going to add is that going to be the only one um do are you still working on that
1: so right now, uh, man, amazing super super fight between uh, Jessica Khan Jessica and Piazman, you know, Amazing. Yeah. Incredible. We shot, they, were, they were all excited to do it. And again, women deserve the exposure to get out there and, and compete. And um, we have a couple more that uh, we're going to be announcing soon um, for up-and-comers. Like I said, we, wanna, we got up-and-comers as well. Um, can't reveal the names, obviously, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you'll see one. Just keep tune on uh, on the IG, and you'll see something pop up. Uh, again, my team—they do an amazing job of of putting all that together. And you know, I like the way that uh, my team put out just two guys and made you guys keep like, "What's next? Who's next?" You know, kind of yeah. give that like, a teaser. So um, we've got we got something coming up soon, and um, we'll we'll be putting it on in the next two weeks.
2: Awesome. So do you have anything else planned in terms of like maybe some promotional videos, anything you're trying to do to build up the event um, before the actual event on April 3rd?
1: Um, so we do have a bunch of stuff we're working on right now. We've got a couple of platforms that uh, we have options with, which is um, an amazing thing. Um, we haven't signed with anybody, um, but we do have like three or four options of platforms that want to carry the, the, the promotion, which again... Thanks to, to everybody that, that's making this happen, and and again, it's going to come down to numbers, and and, uh, and who who brings more to the table can help us out, um, not only us as a promotion, but the competitors in the in the promotion. That's that's the key. Um, I'm not so worried about me, but I'm more worried about these guys getting taken care mm-hmm. of, and what can they do as a platform to help. The next generation. I say next generation because I'm 43. <laughs> the next <generation, laughs> have that exposure, and I feel like uh, they need that. They deserve it, and uh, you know, it, it's starting to happen now. So uh, I just want to make sure that these guys get the exposure that they deserve. So again, soon soon enough, we'll 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 make it a choice of what platform we're going to go with, who's going to carry it. People ask me, "Well, oh, is it flow? Is it is it fight? Is it?" Um, UFC Fight Pass, uh, it could be either three. I mean, <laughs> it, it all depends of, of what they're bringing to the table and for all the athletes and stuff like that. And, and again, what, what makes the best thing for the whole company as a whole and also for my athletes. Um, I say my athletes because I, I'm a, I tell people this all the time and my students will tell you I'm a servant to my people. No, I'm here to serve them because without them, we're nobody, and that's the damn truth. You know, I mean, they don't have to fight if they don't choose to, but you know, again, if we can take care of them, they they will continue to to be a part of the team. Yeah, I love
2: I love that attitude so much, and I'm sure Jay does too. What you said about being a servant to the athletes, like that's that's what jiu needs. It needs people who are really looking to serve the, the future generations and the current stars, and that's that's how it's going to grow. People really trying to help these people. and that's just really, really commendable. So we're really, really grateful that you're doing something.
0: Like yeah, this. I mean, it resonates heavily with me, too, and i and I totally agree, Danny. Uh, I, I've been writing this uh, this thought process for uh, ever that I don't just want to be an athlete. I want to be heavily involved in not just my current generation's development, but in the generation, even after mine's development in jiu Jitsu. And that's why I'm so, uh so pushing being a commentator and a coach and an athlete and seminars and and commentating especially because I feel like I can do a beautiful job with it and I love that you have that attitude and it makes me feel like this is like that's why I'm so pumped for this show like I literally whenever I think about this show I get goosebumps because I'm so like I'm so sure that it has the potential to be a big thing because of this attitude you know what I'm saying
1: yeah yeah and at the same time you have to understand I've been in business for years and I go in my gym and You're gonna have your haters. You're gonna have the people that don't like it. It's okay. Uh, You know, I would rather them contact me and say, "Hey, give me, you know, give me some feedback of what I can do to improve myself and the event." You know, Mm -hmm. and that's just being having a white belt mindset. And uh, I just, again, anything that I can do to improve the, the quality and treat people better. I think that that goes a long ways, and I think people will appreciate it and say, hey, you know what, I want to fight like for, for that guy because he's good people. And I'm not that guy that, and you'll see it. I, I won't be presenting no belt. I won't be presenting no cash. I stay low key. You're probably gonna see me in tennis shoes running around, making sure that the event's running good. You know, that's just how I am. Like I, I don't need that attention. You know, I, I stay low key and I stay humble. That that's that's how it got me to where I'm at today, and I'm gonna continue to do what I've been doing the, my whole life.
2: It's amazing. So obviously we, we talked about this current event, the names and, and everything, all the details about it. What's, what's kind of like your long-term vision for the promotion? Um, you, you did mention you wanted to do other weight classes, but maybe you could talk about your plan for the rest of 2021 and then maybe five years down the line where you see the, the promotion being.
1: Um. So right now we've got a ca- our calendar for 2021. It looks like every month and a half we're gonna be throwing a show. Um, that's already, uh, we have the budget for all that stuff. We've got everything all figured out. So it's looking like once every month and a half. Um, my vision for it, honestly, I just want to give the people the, the, like I said, the next generation, the opportunity that we didn't have when we were competing, not getting paid, you know, getting the attention. I mean, flow and, and all these other, you know, organizations have, you know, started to give this opportunity to them, which is amazing. I, I, man, I I respect those guys for that. And it's important. Um, But my vision long-term, I just want to be able to give people the best fights that they've been wanting to see their whole career. You know, maybe we do a Masters, maybe we do a Masters uh, tournament. I want to see the, I want to see the Shangjis and the, you know, the Salos and Cobrina and, and, uh, Oh, man home alone, you know, like, one of those amazing brackets, why not, you know, I mean, incredible. you see Mike Tyson coming back and they're throwing those fights, I mean, Tommy, yeah, Yeah. you're like, yeah, he's old, but you still pay, you still pay to see it, because you want to see it, you want to see, like, regardless of the age, you want to, they deserve, you know, they're legends, and uh, I think they deserve the respect, too, you know, so, um, again, they didn't have that opportunity to have exposure, and why not be able to give it to them now, even if they're, you know, legends. Give them give them the the respect that they deserve. Put, like uh, Usman said on his fight this weekend, put respect in their names. It's very simple. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure. And I think uh, that's kind of part of like what people want to buy too is like almost the novelty of being able to see your favorite competitor who hasn't competed in a while. Like Mario Hayes at a uh, BJJ Stars. Like, man, oh, yeah. that was really cool. Being able. We were to so see excited for team. that.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And um, you know, not only are we going the adventure of just BJJ, um. We've been talking with a lot of my good friends on the MMA scene, right? And um, I'm thinking about also doing MMA fighter against a jiu-jitsu fighter, no gi, you know, gi, either way. So that's already been part of our plan. So if you see a super fight, you know, that's MMA against BJJ, hey, man, you know, just giving those guys also the opportunity to get in our, into our – our bubble in the BJJ community, you know, I think it's important, you know, got a lot of guys that thanks, uh, thanks to a lot of these uh, amazing managers, Ali and, and Jason house and, and all these guys out here, man, much respect. They've given me opportunities, you know, that people dream of, you know, to be around, surrounded with like Khabib and, and Henry Cejudo and uh, Brandon Moreno, Chito Vera, you know, and man, if these guys want to jump in for a little, you know, a little Jiu-Jitsu match. Let's go.
2: For sure, and you're in Vegas, so fight capital of the world. There's tons of MMA gyms, tons of jiu-jitsu gyms.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because we're in the the fight capital, but there's no promotions here in the fight, in the fight game. Even on the UFC side, like there's no small promotion that can actually be a feeder towards the UFC. So my plan is to bring the AFL to the states and have be our headquarters in Las Vegas to be a feeder to the big organizations you know so again mm-hmm. I, i'm my hands are not just in this i've got my hands and other stuff but that's the plan and uh, no i'm happy i'm excited and again i'm just excited to put on the fights you know it's not about you know anything else but passion passion for the game you know
0: yeah and if you have that that right passion aimed in the right direction you'll do big things too um one thing that I've noticed is that it seems like you've surrounded yourself with a lot of really, really driven people as well, and I think that that's another thing. And then, I like, like I said, I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of questions about this. I just like, I like Danny asking the questions because I'm just kind of sitting <laughs> back and I'm getting to hear all this stuff, and it's like I'm a, a freaking kid again, you know, learning about the fight game. I like that you have an organization also in MMA. I feel like that'll because those are two different sports. You know what I mean? So with Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you have to market the athletes. I think a little bit differently than MMA, just due to the nature. You know what I mean? Due to the nature of what the sport demands out of the fighter. I think it's um uh, And how long have you been planning this show? Like how? Like this show in particular. How long have you been? Have How long have you been planning it?
1: Um, so this show, this this first event, we've been planning it for the last uh, year and a half. During the pandemic, we had we were able to sit down with the team and see where their brains were, and. Um, we thought, hey, why not? Let's do it. So we, you know, I'm a, I'm very structured. I like to cross my my T's and, and dot my I's. So I'm not just gonna say, hey, I gotta, I got money. Let me just throw up an event and just throw it together. No, I need to make sure that everything lines up. The production is exactly what I'm looking for. Um, you know, obviously, we want to make sure that we don't interrupt um, everyone else what they're doing. So. And again, I, I just, you know, saw a vision, and I was like, okay, let's let's make it happen. But you know, we didn't jump the gun. We've been planning this for a while. And again, my clothing company's been around since 2015, so I just didn't have the time to like start building. I was like, wait a second, why not? Let's let's collab the brand with the promotion and make it happen. So, you know, it's been working out perfectly. Um, we're also doing some stuff in Mexico right now for the EUG promotions. So we're uh, in Mexico. Uh, BJJ is work is is growing. So there's a market for super fights as well, just to help the you know the Latin America for some of those fighters that can't come into the states, but they can fly into Mexico from Brazil. Um, we're going to be holding fights there as well under the UEG banner and doing a co-promo with AFL. And my good friend. Um, John, you know, he's in charge of he's the the main guy there at uh, AFL. He's uh, he's partnered up with me and he's all excited for it, too. So, again, we're we're going to open the doors for the international people. If they can't for the time being that they can't get in here, they'll be getting in uh, fights out there as well. So this is just besides the the schedule we have here in the States, they're going to start promoting it, I think, next next month. So we're gonna, you're gonna be seen both at the same time. So for again, they don't have the opportunity to come to the U.S., but that doesn't mean they can't fight for EUG in Mexico.
2: It's incredible. Yeah, one one other thing that I I really like about this is you talked about having the clothing brand for the last five years. You've also had your hand in the MMA. So you have the not only the passion, but you also have the skills. You know how to promote a brand. You know how to run a, run an event in terms of like the MMA stuff. So I feel like it's like the perfect marriage of like the passion and the actual skills behind it. So you you know not just what to do, but you also have the passion to make everything happen as well.
1: Yeah, and and again, people don't understand. Like they think, oh well, you know, he has a gym. He's probably you know, doing well. Well, listen, gyms don't pay the bills. You know, <laughs> I've been I tell people all the time if you want to, they want oh I want to open a gym. I'm like. It's not that easy. You need to be able to have a good marketing team, advertising, um, and most importantly, it's. I mean, you don't need to be a multiple-time world champion to have an amazing gym, a successful gym. You just have to be able to teach, and be great, and ha- and be great with people, and treat people nicely, you know, with respect. And that that goes a longer ways than you know, learning from a multiple-time world champion. Of course, it's a benefit, but. I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, when I walked into Cobrinas, I learned so much about that. You know, he treats. He, you know, comes in. You walk through the door, shaking your hand, and again, all these things I kind of stole from him, seeing the way he structured his thing. I was like, you know what? Why reinvent the wheel if the real, if the wheel is running perfect? So, again, it's, it's not easy. So, you know, I, I just, I just focus on I'm trying to be a good person to everybody, and again. You're not gonna please everybody, but you're here to agree and disagree and just meet in the middle somewhere and make it happen. If not, it's totally fine, you know? Everybody can go their way and, and, and do their thing.
2: Sure. Yeah, I don't see how anyone could complain about what you're doing so far. Like, the card's <laughs> incredible. You, I'm sure it was a ton of work getting all these guys together, so yeah. we just are super happy for you and we think this EUG promotion's just gonna blow up and yeah, we're just super excited.
1: Thank you so much. And again, all it is is communication. Communication is key. I, I, I text these guys every, you know, when I can, hey, how's it going, how's train? you know, uh, are, are you happy so far with everything? Just communicating, is there anything you need from me? Call me, no problem, we'll take care of it. Those are the things that go above and beyond of what the, mo- it's about the money part. It's the relationship you're gonna build with these guys long-term, and be like, hey, Hector, oh God, I'd like to fight for you, you know, hey, you got anything for me? Perfect, you know, and again, we're trying to build a family around the promotion, and you know give these guys the opportunity to go other places and hey but we want to help them build their brand and what they're worth for sure
2: awesome so did you have anything else you wanted to to share about the event or anything uh, like no. that or Jay, did you have any other questions
0: no i did not i uh, i just uh if you have anything you want to you want to plug i mean we're super happy to even be a part of this in any manner but um if there's anything you want to plug anything you want to announce anything you want to shout out anything we left out floor is yours.
1: Awesome. Thank you. And again, thank you guys for having me on your podcast again. um, One of our, one of our sponsors, open guard podcast, one of the amazing uh, things you guys are doing. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring the event. Uh, Jake also, you know, for you, you know, coming down and doing some commentating. Love that. Excited for that, bro. Got to practice. Thank you so much also for the opportunity Uh, to all the sponsors that are sponsoring this event. Uh, my wife, which is the boss lady, she she's the one that you know deals with. Me. As I do, again, my hands in too many cookie jars, and and again, I don't. <laughs> I try to give her as much as attention as I can. Again, shout out to them. Shout out to you know my professor Cobrinya that does a lot for me as well on, uh, behind the scenes. My Cobrina family, um, everyone else, all the uh, the people that are supporting the event, you know all the coaches, and again, we're we're just here to try to give them the opportunity to grow and make one of the most uh, amazing events possible.
0: All right. So, Danny, do you have anything else?
2: No. No, I think we can just go into our, uh, in our sponsors. All
0: right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to episode 80 of the Open Guardcast. We want to remind you once more that if you want to have chiseled abs, thick thighs, and a gigantic <laughs> back, you will use Electrum Performance. I cannot stress enough the hypertrophic gains you will have, like Hector Vasquez <laughs> yes, here, exactly. flexing his muscles. Oh, cool. uh, You'll have- hey,
1: Let me tell you though, Jake, this is all TRT. <laughs> hey, if but you hey, select hey, hey, performance... hold performance- Before you go, it's tacos, rancheros, and tamales. All hey. day. <laughs> all day. All day.
0: Listen. <laughs> Listen, I've never heard that, and that is, I'm using that from now on.
1: Let's all go. Right. Tacos, uh, rancheros, and tamales,
0: baby. Tacos, rancheros, and tamales. Okay, cool. So use that. that. Plus election performance. <laughs> you were going yeah. to be yeah. El conquistador. all right? You are going to be Talking, <laughs> man. I'm talking, man. I can't, I can't even think about it because I'm looking at Hector right now, and Hector's going to go use election performance, OpenGuardCast25, our discount code. He's going to come okay. back next time. He's going to be TRT and HGH, which is – I got to H- figure H-
1: that one out, brother. You got to H-
0: figure H- that one out. Yeah, you got to figure that one out. Um, <laughs> But yeah, thank you so much, Hector. And uh, we want to thank Electric Performance. Yeah, use our discount code, guys, and lift strong, lift hard, and go beat up people. Defend your girlfriend from uh, yesterday. Happy Valentine's Day belated. I'm still mad about it. Um, Also, we want to thank Chilfit Cryo, High-Tier Photography, uh, Marcio Andre Academy, Maracaba BJJ, Agro Brand, who made our logo ourselves, Agro Brand. We love you. and we want to thank uh, everybody who listens to the podcast and leaves us nice reviews on iTunes and Spotify. Make sure you check us out there. And ladies, this, see this? this? See this smoothness? I just want Hector to notice the smoothness coming out of my mouth. This is just not even thinking. It's just natural inclination to just Appreciate make you. love to the airwaves. You see what I'm saying? But uh, Danny O'Donnell, thank you uh, for being a good co-host and for uh, even yeah. even putting up with me 80 episodes in a row. This is episode <laughs> open Guard cast. Thank you.
2: For sure, yeah. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Like Jake said, this is Episode 80 of the Open Guard Cast with Hector Vasquez. If you want to follow him, you can do that on Instagram. You can also follow EUG Promotions, at EUG Promotions, all one word. Definitely keep keep tabs on that Instagram page. There's going to be a lot of news coming out between now and April 3rd. So please follow that page. And, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. Stay tuned for some more information on EUG Promotions, and we'll do our best to promote that event as much as possible. So Thank thanks personally. again, everyone. Appreciate it.